We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome, everyone. It is time for Steel Talking. It's my favorite time on a Sunday night, getting a chance to spend some time with you. So thank you so much for sticking and staying with us. There is so much going on in the world. My goodness. Of course, we had uh, Branson, um, the Virgin uh, airline owner, and he made it, didn't he, uh, Jonathan? I mean, this man put himself in the machine that he paid for, you know? And he decided, hey, why have somebody else go? I need to go. Because if I go and I'm not afraid to go, others will see that this works. I At least I think that's what he feels. What do you say about it? Good on him. Right? Yeah. Right. Hey, if you got... <laughs> If you got the money to build the plane that you think can take you up to outer space, mm-hmm. uh-huh. good on it, you. Reverend. Exactly. I find it remarkable. It's a whole other way of looking at it. I'm trying to think of um, the man who is the famous rocket scientist, uh, Dyson. What is his name? Oh, oh uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, love that man. Handsome. Good Lord. Okay, so <laughs> let me get real here. He said, you can compare what is happening to um, changing the model, um, making sure that um, the technicians and those, the scientists, uh, the physicists, all of those that were involved in this really made a difference. And he said, don't be afraid of it. Start thinking of like, we have an airport. Now we have a spaceport. That's what we're going to have to have. As you look to the future, get used to the idea of a spaceport because there are so many people signed up to get on this machine or any of the machines that are going to space, they are willing to pay the big money and go. Would you go? So first of all, did you watch the same interview I did? Because I watched a little bit of this interview yesterday on on CNN, where he was talking on CNN about it. And I I remember he talked about the spaceport. That's right. He talked about it. And that's the thing that made me happy. I went, oh, yeah, right? Because when we were first, you know, trying to create airports and airplanes, it was a whole different story. People laughed and thought, oh, no, no way that's going to happen. And look at us. So to answer your question about would I go, uh, I'll, I'll refer to Mr. Tyson again because he had another answer about this yesterday. He talked about 
going to Mars? What um, um, the anchor asked him, would you go to Mars? And he was, they was talking about Elon Musk, who owns Tesla and owns right. SpaceX, and their mm-hmm. his mission is he wants to send people to Mars, and he will. And That's I, already said. They've already picked the people that are going. So, so this is what Mr. Tyson said about asking Elon Musk, "Hey, could you send me to Mars?" He said, "I want to hear this out of the." People that are doing all this, putting all this stuff together, saying, we're going to send you up to space. Would you like to go to space? Would you like to go to the moon? Would you like to go to Mars? Would you like to go to out, you know, outside the solar system? Mm. He said, I'm going to ask, would you send your mama up to Mars? <laughs> would you be willing to send Mars. your mama up to Mars? And he's, exactly. And he said, and he said if, if they, once they send their mother up to Mars and back... I think it would be safe enough for me to go. Wow. Here's the thing. Um, we've heard all of the, the um, research with Mars, right? And now they're telling us, okay, if you go, your body is going to change. You know, you don't need all the extra stuff in your midsection. You don't, you know, your body is going to get very thin. Your head is going to get much larger uh, because of the way that particular planet um, is is made. And so, uh, you know, you look at the people who are volunteering to do this, knowing that their bodies could change over, you know, a hundred years or so. Will they live longer? All of those questions have been answered now. And so um, would I go to Mars? <laughs> I have no interest in that, you know? I have no interest in that. But going to the edge of space just to see what your planet really looks like from your eyes it fascinates me. Um, would I pay the big fee to do that after my everybody I know and love has gone to college and graduated? Maybe I'll do it. Good on you. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I'm really have, terrified have, about it. Really. I have trouble with, with flying in planes. You tell me you're going. Now, I'll say this. I don't know how it would feel. And it would be interesting to see what it would feel more like once you get out of the atmosphere. Because I've ridden in a couple times, I've ridden in a hot air balloon. Mm. And even though you're up above the ground and you're, you know, you've got so much stuff that you're looking down on, you, you, you're not thousands of feet in the air, but you're probably, you know, 500 to 1,000 feet in the air. Um, it's a different feeling than when you're on a plane. It really is. It is a different feeling, but at the same time, you know, we have accidents in everything that moves, whether you took a horse. Oh, no question. You know, in the 1800s, or if you, you know, wherever you were going, that horse could, the elements could kill that horse, or it could stumble on something and get an infection. And then you have the buggy. Um, you know, all of a sudden, you have nothing to carry you to your destination. We can go to the first cars, you know, that Ford made. We can go, we can well, look at so everything many, that so gives us fat- transportation. Everything that gives us transportation, something is going to break down eventually. Yeah, and, and there were there were so many fatalities early on when automobiles were were invented and were being used um, right. in crashes because there was no safety restraint, there was no seatbelt. Right. Um, number one, but it, it, you're you're completely right. There was an accident I heard of. I think last week I heard of an accident mm-hmm. where in a, a car, no, in a uh, in a hot air balloon. Where 
uh, I believe it was in Albuquerque, where the, uh, four or five people died because the pow- uh, the um, uh, the balloon went into a power line. Power line that has happened many times. Oh you yeah, don't hear oh yeah. About it, unless you're in that state or that city, but it happens quite. Uh, more than we think, let's just put it that yes. way, more than we think. So um, uh, first of all, I think that the brains, this, these brilliant minds that figure these things out, like Elon Musk and uh, Branson and others that really work for years to figure this out, and then their first test flight, the owner, the man with the bucks, the man who is fearless. I'm wondering what his wife said to him. You better bring your tail home. That's probably what she said. <laughs> And he did. He made it back. It's amazing. Remarkable. Good on him. All right. Good on him. All right. We got to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. I am excited for this interview because I am trying to learn as much as I can about sports. I've been watching a lot of the tournaments. And, of course, we're down to the final between Milwaukee and Phoenix. And uh, it's exciting to watch it. Um, at the same time, Henry Lake, uh, someone that I know that I, if I need to go to about sports, I have a boyfriend that's into sports. I have a brother-in-law and some brothers and a sister, no, two sisters that are really into sports. But here at WCCO, I love to hear Henry Lake, and it's called Lake Night is the name of his show, right here on WCCO Radio, weeknights from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. And I wanted to bring him on tonight to talk about this thing that happened with ESPN. Uh, Over a year ago, Rachel Nichols, Maria Taylor, remember that whole fiasco? 
well, we I need to know where we're at with this. Have they let it go? Have they made up the these women made up and said, okay, um, we're good or not? So let's welcome back Henry Lake to WCCO. How you doing, sir? I am doing awesome. Um, I'm just hanging out. The uh, game three of the NBA Finals is just mm-hmm. started. Kicked. Uh, they tipped off uh, around like a, about ten minutes ago, and I'm actually watching the game with. Uh, the GM of the Timberwolves and the coach of the Timberwolves, uh, Gerson Rosas and Chris Finch. So after I'm done with uh, with this interview, I'm going to go back in there, grab a little food, a, some <laughs> drinks, open bar, and we'll have some fun. <laughs> you know, your passion for sports really shows. It shows through, it shines through in your voice and everything. And I'm so excited to have you here tonight. So let's just quickly go through a couple of things. You know, this thing that happened between the sports reporter, Rachel Nichols, who is white, and, and um, the um, reporter who is Maria Taylor, who is African-American, Really, it's kind of bizarre to me how this whole thing happened, and one was let go of, and the other one is still there. Do I have it straight so far? Well, no. So, so essentially, what has happened is, so uh, you, you're, you're, you're getting there. So, Maria Taylor is a rising star at ESPN, and then you currently have Rachel Nichols has been at the network for this is her second stint at ESPN. She previously right. was there. Um, and she was doing, like, NFL coverage and some other stuff. Then she left and went to um, – she was working with Tor- uh, Turner Sports, I think, for, like, a year or two, whatever. Then she came back and she started hosting a show called The Jump, which is a popular NBA show. And then she would also right. do other things NBA-related. And so as Maria Taylor has ascended at ESPN, they've, they've kind of – you know, as ESPN has filtered off different people that they didn't extend contracts to throughout the years because of whether it is, you know, downsizing, the economy – COVID-19. She's one of their really valued, um, talented, you know, individuals on the roster. And so in the midst of people getting new roles and then defining, redefining new roles for people, part of it was as Maria's gotten so much better and her name has risen, they looked at Rachel Nichols and Rachel Nichols wanted to have a particular, I guess, job. She wanted to be the host of the NBA, they have like an NBA platform that, that uses Jalen Rose and some other former NBA basketball players. And so she wanted that that spot. And so Rachel Nichols is still there. She's still the host of The Jump. Um, but she has actually, because of this controversy, she's been knocked down a peg or two, and rightfully so, for what she said. Right, and she has now apologized, of course, for the words that were spoken. She says she is so sorry for what she said about Maria Taylor. And I wonder, is an apology enough, particularly these days and in, within a, a fight like this? Yeah, I think an apology is enough I, I, because um, I've always liked Rachel Nichols, but at the same time, um, and she's really good at what she does in terms of covering the NBA, I don't think that she should be out of a job. What she said was very unfortunate, um, and it came, it comes across as extremely privileged because she came out and in that secret recording, she acted as though um, she was owed something. She acted as though, like, that was that particular job that she was up for, she was supposed to get it. It had her name written all over it, and when she made a comment about a black woman, being right. a diversity hire and not acknowledging how talented this woman is. Because when I think about ESPN, and, and J-Lo would know this, I feel like there are two people there that go, that fly under the radar for how talented they are. And that's Maria Taylor, number one. And number two is a guy by the name of Marty Smith. He's known for, like, NASCAR uh, coverage as well as college football coverage. So 
there's so many people that are talented at that at that company, and Maria Taylor just continues to rise. So for her to make it seem as though Maria Taylor, her getting named something or getting an opportunity or the fact that she might be in line for a big money contract is all because of her color or her race. That's right. ridiculous, and it's, it's disrespectful her for her to say that. When my daughter got into um, an Ivy League school to go to get her bachelor's degree, there was a young girl that private school that she went to for high school, who said to her, the only reason you got in is because you're black. I mean, it's ridiculous. She had a 4.2 GPA. She was co-president of the Honor Society. We could go on and on and on. So this has been a problem here in our nation for a long time. And I'm glad that we have to deal with it from time to time. But I wonder if the relationship between this partnership, NBA, ESPN, how has that been affected? I don't think that it has. Um, Because when you think about what, what league benefits the most from ESPN, it's, there's no question in my mind it's the NBA. Like, their, their coverage, they are known for their NBA coverage. Now, we can talk about the National Football League that reigns supreme and all that, but the NFL is on other networks. But the NBA, with them being on ESPN and then being on TNT, yeah, those are the, that, that's the league that is very, very prominent on that network. So I, it's not going to be an issue moving forward at all. And do male reporters do this sort of thing as well? And if so, does it blow up this big? I mean, I don't, I don't know of a situation like this. It's probably happened. I mean, I, I don't think that, that we're immune to player hating on somebody or, or wanting um, to be in a position or a situation and then, you know, throwing a little bit of salt on somebody else. But it's just it's immature, it's disrespectful, it lacks class, and Rachel Nichols should know better. And I, quite honestly, um, you know, Geraldine, I think that this is going to be a stain on her for quite some time. I, I think that – you out of here? I, I think this is going to be a stain on her for quite some time. All right. Do you need to go? Oh, no, no, no. I got, no, okay. I got, a, I got a second. I'm just talking to David Fema. I'm hanging out with David Fema, the chef David Fema right now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> Daryl Steele says, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Love him, man. <laughs> Okay, I want to ask you this last question. You mentioned that microphone situation. Here's the thing. First okay. of all, is it illegal? Who decides what room is going to be mic'd, or are they all mic'd? Do you just assume that there is a live mic in your room if you're a oh, reporter? No. So, 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 with that, it wasn't. It wasn't um, like it. It wasn't an on-air deal. It just happened to be where they were just like. It just happened to be one of those situations where they were. Okay, got you. That, 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 well, sorry about that. Uh, where <laughs> essentially, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing way too much right now. It was essentially one of those deals where they were they were communicating through a video, and she didn't realize that she had not turned off the video. So it wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't like a live on TV type of situation. There was like some private communication, uh, probably like a Zoom or something. Because you know, Zoom is super popular. I don't know if you in the Zooms, uh, Geraldine. But, uh, but oh yeah, I'm in the Zooms, man. I think I think what happened was they were in a situation like that. Um, she's being videotaped. She didn't turn everything off, and then all of a sudden, boom, it blows up in her face. So is it now quiet? Now we can just stop talking about it, or is it still sizzling, simmering? Um, this is going to be an ongoing issue until Maria Taylor gets a new contract. So Maria Taylor, one of the reasons why this is such a big deal is that Maria Taylor's in um, negotiations with ESPN to get a contract extension. So her contract's about to run out. So a lot of people are saying, well, you know, she needs this amount of money or she's asking for too much, whatever. And I'm not one of those people that, that gets into somebody else's, you know, pocketbooks or whatever. I'm talking about you asking for too. If you feel you're worth a certain amount, 
then you have every right to ask for that. So until they figure out how much money she's going to make and remain at ESPN or if she's going to move on, then I think that this is still going to be out there. All right. Who's going to win tonight? Uh, I don't know, but I'm rooting for Phoenix. Okay. All right. Good enough. But, but you I, know, I love having you on, Henry. Hey, but, but let me say this. I think that Milwaukee wins tonight. That's my, my honest opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Henry Lake, you guys. You don't want to miss his show. Monday through Friday, uh, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's called Lake Night. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us. I appreciate it. And next time you are at Crooners, let me know, please. I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. I promise you I will. <laughs> All right. Talk to you. All right. That's our own Henry Lake. Really, he's quite um, really incredible spirit. Uh, he's joyful, and boy, do we we need that. We all need that in our lives. So, thank you for so much for joining us. All right, we're going to take a break, do a little bit of news, and coming up, my next guest is Gail Shore. Who is she? Okay, you heard the story about the celebrated seventy-five years for the Carters. You know, Jimmy and Rosalind Carter. Well, that former president has just had a great relationship with a woman named Gail Shore, and she's been to parties there in Georgia, and they have this wonderful, like a feeling of family. Uh, Rosalind, Jimmy, and and Gail, I cannot wait to introduce her to you, and we'll be back in a moment. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. So glad to have you join us here at WCCO. You are listening to Steel Talking, and I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. Well, this past week, the Carters, I like to call him former president, Jimmy Carter, and his wife of 75 years, Rosalind, they have celebrated 75 years of marriage, and that is just a gigantic milestone. So what is the key to their longevity? Well, as I kept thinking about this subject, I wanted to talk about it tonight. Who do I call? Who do I call? Well, I have a dear friend by the name of Gail Shore, a photographer and so much more. And she has become good friends, almost like family to the Carters. And she is joining us tonight to maybe give us a little bit of insight of how incredible this couple is. Welcome back to CCL, Gail. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. The first person I thought about when I read this incredible story was you. So I'm really great to have you on tonight to talk about the Carters. Tell us how you met the couple. Oh, boy. Well, I've been a supporter and a volunteer for the Carter Center for a long time. And I guess it was about 15 years ago I did a fundraiser for the Carter Center, which, as you know, is a nonprofit that's committed to peace and human rights and improving health worldwide. So after that fundraiser, I was asked to attend a retreat that the Carter Center holds each year. It's their big fundraiser. Um, And I honestly, I had a hard time understanding how I would possibly fit in. But I was assured that my work and my nonprofit, Cultural Jambalaya, are right in line with a lot of the work that the Carter Center does. So off I went, and I had no clue what to expect. All I knew is that I think the world of President Carter, so... For the next five days on this retreat, like a fish out of water, I found myself hanging out with a couple hundred other people who also align themselves with the work of the center. 
Um, and today, for all these years, we continue to gather with President and Mrs. Carter and 200 of my now best friends who have like become my family. So it's, it's just it's just been an honor. I know you have to sit down and just kind of go, wow, this is happening to me. <laughs> That's what I would say I, I anyway. No I, I just, I never, ever, ever dreamed anything like this would happen. And I, and I also, I could not imagine how this, how President Carter and Mrs. Carter as well, how, how inspirational they are. And as you get to know them, I mean, they are, they are the real deal. And um, I, I mean, they're, they're humble kind, compassionate people that, um, that can, you know, continue to work every day, even at the ripe age of 96 and 93 years old. Um, they are, they are working every, every day. They will not give up. I will never forget when we've heard the story about how he loved Sunday school. I am the product of Sunday school. My father was a Sunday school mm-hmm. superintendent. And so when you told me a few stories, you know, about how um, he truly loved going to church and that sort of thing. This was years ago we talked. And then I started reading about his passion for Sunday school. And I watched a little bit of an excerpt or something on YouTube or either Facebook. And I was so moved by it. And it seemed like it gave us another peek into who he is and who he and Rosalind are together. So since then, I'm just... Sunday school for years and years. 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 Do you know how many years? I don't know. I don't know exactly, but it sounds awfully long time. I mean, this is... Plains, Georgia is his hometown. I mean, he spent his entire life there. And, um, and, And so... You know his relationship, and he's a very religious man. They're a very religious family, mm-hmm. and and um, and he just he just he teaches every every Sunday that he's in town, which is most Sundays, and to be sitting in a pew in church, looking up at him, uh, uh, you know, preaching is you know you just have to pinch yourself. Yeah, you know the thing with you that blows my mind as I look at look back on some of his. Uh, talks that he's done, some of his speeches. Um, I, what you know about him is that whether you come to him as um, a photographer or not, that really could turn into a friendship. Because once they get to know you, then they can invite you into their home and into their family. Does it feel like you have been accepted as family now? Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, that that's 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 a stretch. I mean, I think that. I mean, remember Paul Wellstone. I mean, mm-hmm. anybody who ever met Paul Wellstone would say the same thing about him, too. Uh, you know, Senator Wellstone had this amazing capacity to make feel people feel like like they were all related. I mean, he, he was he he had this memory. He could remember your name. He made you feel so special. And and President and Mrs. Carter do the same thing. I mean, they, they are they have been around, you know, countless people. Um, in their lives, but they make people that are around them, they just make them feel welcome and comfortable. And, you know, after, you know, I've been going on these, these retreats, um, you know, for, I don't know, going on probably 14 years now, something like that. And um, while you're on these retreats with him, um, you also have an opportunity to spend one-on-one time with them. For example, um, I'll never forget the very first retreat that I went on. And these are like five-day retreats. And they make a point, President and Mrs. Carter make a point of personally inviting just a handful of guests to have either breakfast, lunch, or dinner at their table. So that's where I really began to, to get to know them a little bit better. We'd have, you know, a good hour of just talking 
where we not only had an opportunity to ask them a lot of questions, but they were more interested in learning about all of us. And it was just such a such a, a special occasion. And then, you know, I also learned a whole lot more about about Mrs. Carter. And, you know, she continues to be a champion of the Carter Center's global mental health program. In fact, she was recently honored by the World Health Organization for her lifetime leadership of mental health issues. She's just awesome herself. Well, I've heard from um, in other interviews that, you know, when you're around the Carters, you really can feel their love. You really know that they are one. Um, did you sense that behind your camera every now and then when you would get pictures? Did you sense how special this relationship was be- between he and his wife? One of the things that is so interesting, well, they're, first of all they're, all, they're just joined at the hip. They are together all the time. They are holding hands all the time. They Almost all the appearances that they make, they are together. She was, she was a very important part of his administration back in the 70s. And, um, and yes, she's, she was. you know, with him all the time today, too. But they are, they are so gracious when you want to take their picture or, you know, have him sign something. Just things that, that, you know, celebrity types just, they just don't do that kind of stuff. And he right. has been so open and friendly, and he makes people feel very special when you're around them. You know, my grandparents made it to 50 years of being married, and they were so at home with each other. It was as though they were meant to be uh, born to, you know, separately, of course, but to meet once and then fall in love and stay in love until they died. And honestly, that was what it was like. I loved watching them together. You know, Grandpa out in the in the um, uh, in the garage eating what he called cream. It was ice cream, and and <laughs> Grandmother, you know, cooking his favorite meal. It was just so beautiful. So when I heard that. Um, you know, President Carter and Rosalind made it to 75 years. I just thought, what a remarkable milestone. So then I wonder, we always ask the question, what is the recipe for a successful marriage? Did you glean anything from uh, an answer to that question when you have been in their presence? Did you ever think about what would marriage be like? For them? Well, first of all, they're healthy. They're, they're generally healthy people. I mean, President Carter still swims every day. Even at 96 years old, he swims every day. I mean, he's had he's had his health issues. I mean, he's a brain cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, no one yes. expected him to to you know last but a couple of weeks after he announced that he's fallen a few times. He's knocked his head a few times. As a matter of fact, do you remember when when he was on, on one of his Habitat for Humanity bills just about oh three years ago up in um, Winnipeg. And he was out building. It was a really hot summer day, and he collapsed. And everybody just, you know, went crazy. And they rushed him to the hospital, and they kept him overnight. And actually, what it turned out to be was dehydration. But <laughs> the next morning, he's back on the build. I mean, he anybody else would have, you know, stayed in the hospital a couple days, flown him back to planes, whatever. No, no, not President Carter. You know, they're both out there building the next day. I mean, they are. They are committed to their work to that kind of degree. And I think that I I just think that their long relationship has also been built on the good work that they do around the world. I mean, and and they and they just continue to do that all the time. You know, their peace initiatives, their election oversight, um, you know, all of their their democracy issues and health issues um, that they have that they have been working on. I mean, I think that that is I think that that keeps you going. I, and work to me is so is so underrated. I think work is so precious, and and we should be 
we should be grateful for having the opportunity to work every day. And boy, they're the epitome of that. Isn't that the truth? It's been such a pleasure having you on, Gail, to hear your voice and to know one of our own um, has been in, the, in his company and to see them, their love, their, their personalities together. It's just remarkable. So thank you well, so much. Well, I would encourage people to go to you know, their website, cartercenter.org, and, and just take a look at some of the things that, that they've done around the world and, and in this country as well. They're, they're, they're quite phenomenal, and you know, I hope that they can keep going for many more years. The Carter Center, remarkable. Thank you, honey, and tell your sister I said hello. I will do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. That is Gail Shore. Um, and to know that she's been in the presence of uh, a president this long and his wife, his beautiful wife, my goodness, to witness some of that, even if you're just, you know, in their presence for one week every other month. I mean, it's just beautiful. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask the question, I don't know what it takes to have a successful marriage. I think each of us can define a successful marriage um, based on our own experiences. Um, So I can't sit and, and answer that question and say I am correct. But what I can say is what I believe a good marriage or a great marriage or a successful marriage might look like. I can tell you what it looked like for me when I was married. So let's just talk about that when we come back. And if you'd like to to text us at 651-989-9226, we hope we'll have time to get a few texts in as well. We'll be back. It is now 7.52 here at WCCO. We have opened the phone line for you at 651-989-9226 if you'd like to make a comment on what it means to have a good marriage or a successful marriage. Now that we know President um, Jimmy Carter and his wife Rosalind have reached a huge milestone at 75 years of marriage, and they just seem so happy. And you know every marriage goes through the ups and downs. I'm not saying anything is perfect, but what should defy a good marriage. Do we have any uh, texts, Jonathan, we, you need to tell me about? No text. Okay, got it. So here's the thing. I wanted to let you know what I think about um, what a good or a great marriage is. Trying to define that when I was only 21 years old, that's when I got married. Um, I had no idea. I know what I thought a perfect marriage would be, and it was none of that. You know, it's amazing how many times we look at our lives. You can go back to our teen years and think about what we wanted in life and what type of spouse we wanted in our lives. And you look today and say, hey, did I get that? Maybe you did, and maybe you didn't. But the bottom line is that you still get to define it. You still get to put it within its confines, right? However you want to write it down or place it in your heart or in a a box that you have all your hearts and cards that you love. However you define it, the bottom line is you decided to jump and get married. No, they don't always turn out perfect. But a good marriage to me or a successful marriage is that you do things together because you agree on them. It's not easy to agree as many of you know that are listening, I had a hard time agreeing. I was um, a feminist trying to be a girly girl at the same time, and I'm more of a girly girl than I am a feminist. But I declare my feminist my my feminist stance very strongly. You hear me say that all the time. And the man I was married to was not cool with me being a feminist. So you know, trying to walk that line, I thought, oh, I could never have a good marriage with someone who didn't accept my feminism. Well, all of that started to change as well. So good to me was if you were able to successfully uh, raise your children together, were you able to 
um, make sure that you can, could have the conversations that were necessary to make sure you were all on the same plane. Did it always work? Absolutely not. But for the relationships that I do know of others, not my own, I have watched them go through divorces, some of these couples that I know and love, and they were able to parent their children successfully. They had a balanced uh, relationship with how and where they should be involved in, in um, the parents and uh, as they're aging, and it's remarkable. I've even seen some of my friends who divorce their husbands that they are great friends with their spouses, and they, you know, they get along with the new wife. You know, they go on vacations together, right? So you never know what, or maybe you don't feel comfortable defining what uh, a good relation is or um, an incredible relationship is when it comes to marriage. But what we can do is look at what we have accomplished that was good, not just for the two, but good for the children as well. So even if you got divorced and you say to yourself, that wasn't a good marriage, can you still look back and say, but it was a good divorce. We made it through. We did what we were supposed to do for each other and for our children's future. That's how I look at it. That's how I choose to. Did I look at it when I was 40 years old? No, (laughs) not at all. Because sometimes we let our anger get to us. But for me, for me, I really look back today and I see something that I might have missed. And what's really clear about that is that my children are okay. Are they perfect? No. Did I do things wrong? Absolutely. Did I do things right? Yes. Yes. And he did also. Maybe not as often as I did. (laughs) But I will say as we try to define whether we had something good or something bad, you can define it, the, define it the way you want to. But for me, the outcome, if you have children, is the children for me. How are they settled? How are they handling life? So don't forget about that when it comes to looking at whether you are successful in your relationship. Look at your children. He's gone his way. I've gone my way. How are the children? And you get to hear from Michael Battle tonight. Of course, we have the Mom and Michael Hour for the final hour at 10 o'clock. And that is my favorite. I get to spend time with him. And guess what? He's in town. Whoop, whoop. He's in town. All right, we're going to take a break. And uh, we have coming up next, I want to mention that we have this... um, um, thing that I want to talk about that happened. And also, Roshini is going to join us, I believe. So stay tuned. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.